0: Let's talk about the Pistons. Are you starting to pick up what I'm laying down that they may not win a game the rest of the season? If not last night against the depleted Utah jazz team, third game in four nights, missing their top two scorers, if not last night on a pedestal, not only there, w- will top they two win again? I know two and 80 sounds like, dude, you're doing this like weird radio, hot take thing guys. i Every time I watch them, I wonder, how are they going to win another basketball game? And last night was as good a chance as you're going to get in the league against essentially a G League squad. And John, they didn't lead for a single second of the second half at home. They turned the ball over. They got crashed on the glass. They gave up 50 points in freebies last night. This is a bad team. And people go, how bad? It might be 2-80 and bad. Mm, I'm not on that bus yet.
1: And, and I'm looking, okay, when could they possibly win next? Maybe the, the
0: other team's bus doesn't. It breaks down and they don't show There's up. Is a forfeit? Yeah. Does that count as a win? That'd be their best chance.
1: Um, so they play at Utah. And I, I know they just lost to Utah, but we're talking about not great teams that you think that they
0: could possibly win mm-hmm. against. They play San Antonio in January.
1: In San Antonio, oh, no, it's a home game.
0: Yeah. So I don't know that that matters. They've only won one home game all year, and it was the home opener.
1: Yeah, but they only have only, only won one on the road either. Yeah. So it's not. I'm like just saying it's not like there's this raucous home
0: court advantage. If anything, it's the opposite. You got fans yeah. chanting "sell the team" last night. We'll play some of that, but. But
1: in terms of bad teams, that's even though they've got uh, you know Victor Yama, that's your next. Probably your most likely candidate. Can it happen before then? Yes. I don't know that it does. I don't know how this streak ends. I just wish it would end. Do you? Because at Mostly, this point I'm I'm rooting for it to continue. Well, it's it's kind of like it's like it's watching the train wreck. Like nobody yeah. wants to see the carnage happen, but after it's done, you you can't help but look. Can't and look you away. can't look away. No. It's riding down the highway and there's a, there's a wreck and, you know, why is everybody slowing down? There's, you know, all four lanes are open Well, you're, you're, you're rubbernecking because you want to see what happened. It's that morbid curiosity
0: that nobody wants to talk about, but that we all kind of have. So I'd like to revisit 2-80, but the more serious conversation is the fans and they're, they're begging for ownership to pay attention. Sell the team. Let's call it what it is. No one's selling a team. It's a license to print money. It's a cool kids club. He's not going to sell the team. But I think that's fans' way of trying, begging. Do something. It's 25 in a row. They can't beat G League teams. Do something. Fire somebody. This is the worst point in the history of the franchise. And the guy who assembled the roster four years over is actively looking to make more moves. That's the fan base begging sell the team, do something, just pay attention. You can't let this proud franchise become more of a disaster. Please, just when we thought we had rock bottom, they didn't beat half the Utah Jazz. It wasn't the full roster. You got Kelly O'Linick hitting dagger threes, the former Piston. I think fans are begging for ownership to do something. And John, how is it that we haven't heard from Gores or even the front office for some kind of accountability here? Because this is Troy Weaver's mess.
1: And, and I'm cautious in making this comparison because I don't want to say that it's a tantrum by the fans, but, you know, like when, when my kids, and now, now the Teddies too, like he, he can't necessarily voice exactly what he wants, but they just they lay on the ground and they scream and they they ju- just want to get your attention. And when they get your attention, what is it that you do? Obviously, you know, it's Gores is not going to sell the team. But what we would like to hear is some acknowledgment. That, yeah, we are bad. We see that we're bad and then maybe say something about here's how our plan is to get better. And it can't just be we're going to win the lottery. We've done that. Mm -hmm. That hasn't helped. No. We've been in the lottery. We haven't won the lottery. That hasn't helped. And we've gone out. We've paid a good coach and that hasn't helped. We've made some trades.
0: That hasn't helped. Here's, Here's the thing with Monty. Monty Williams, high-paid yep. coach, we all like the commitment, go out and pay a guy who's, who's taking a team to the NBA Finals. He's culpable in a lot of this. He's talking about, we got to fix this, we got to figure this out, it's on me. Even Valley Sports is getting a little uh, testy. I think it was Mickey York, he's like, hey, if you say it's on you enough times, eventually we're going to believe you. He ran the bench unit out there where they had no Cade, where they had no Bogdanovich, no Ivy. He ran an all-bench unit for six minutes. They were like a minus 15 together on the floor. You're just out and out throwing away large stretches of the game, playing a bench on a team that hardly has starters. Like, Monty Williams, it's, it's it's not on us. It's on you. Like, you're, you're the guy that sets the rotations in the lineups, and I get it. You haven't been handed the best roster to work with, but it kind of comes back to the question of, did he really want to coach in the first place? And now you really wonder: Does he want to be coaching twenty-five straight losses? He has no answers. I mean, he goes to the podium; he has no answers. I, I he doesn't know what to say
1: at this point. Yeah, I don't know what everybody expects him to say, other than you know we we suck.
0: I mean, we can play That's it. I mean, it. he. I, I do want to play it for people. I mean, you can hear like where he's at with this team. I want to know where you're at too. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. We want to hear from Piston fans. If you were someone chanting sell the team, and and do you are you f- starting to get on board the two and eighty thing? That I brought up. I mean, it sounds silly, but if not last night, when here was Monty Williams, it's on me. Well, to an extent, sure is. That's a tough loss because it was set up on a tee. The Pistons. You texted me, John. You texted me during the day. You said, "Wait, Detroit's Detroit's the favorite." You're the cash to ticket guy. Explain this one to me. How is yep. Detroit favored? A team that can't win hasn't won since before Halloween. How are they favored? This was as good a chance as they had.
1: Right, and 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 I asked that question knowing, all right? They, I had seen the lineup. Yep. And what did you say to me? Uh, well, my, 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 I went full Hoosiers. My team is on the floor, like because that's kind of what it felt like Utah was doing. We're, we're going to play with four. <laughs> And, you know, You're like it, that's the only
0: explanation for the Pistons
1: to be famous. Yeah. Utah's got to
0: only have four players we, on the we've floor. We've got a healthy
1: person on the bench, but I don't like the way he's playing. He hasn't listened to me as a coach. So we're going to play with four. My team is on the floor. That's what it felt like Utah was doing last night when they, they held out four of their top six scores. Like load management, and we talked about that. Load management is going to be one of the ways that the the Pistons finally get a win. Is it, though? But we saw it and they basically said, yeah, we're going to play with three. We're going to play with four. It's the Pistons. We're okay.
0: John, I wonder if the other team played four. now that that's going overboard, but I do wonder if they're going to win a game the rest of Is the it season. Is it more overboard to say that they would lose
1: to a team with four players on the, on the court or that they're going to go two and 80?
0: I mean, <laughs> that's the t- that you can't answer it's the toughest part these are the kind of conversations we've been reduced to it's pathetic this is a proud franchise this is a franchise that's won multiple championships I'm going to steal a line from the ticket text because it's such a good one the going to work teams have become the quiet quitting teams like what a juxtaposition from what this franchise has been at its peak this team doesn't get out worked and out hustled at its peak we had to hear all offseason from Troy Weaver how oh, that was the identity of his team and when they were given the best chance to win a game all season long they were lazy with the ball and they got out hustled and they got out rebounded and they spotted a team down four of their top six scorers 50 freebies off turnovers and second chance points 2485399797 we want to hear from piston fans 2 and 80 does it sound as absurd as it did a week ago a day ago and the sell the team stuff. Are we trying to get Gore's attention? Are you rooting for losing to try to get this man to step in and do something so that this this franchise can finally get back to the right place? Let's get to Pedro in Clarkston. Pedro, you're on 97.1. Yeah, man. This is, this is ridiculous. If uh, David Stern was still here, NBA commissioner, it would force them to sell the team until a buyer came because this has been ridiculous for the past seven years they've been like this, but no improvement. Oh, you could say fifteen years. I mean it this yeah. something's gotta change and it does it does need to come from the very top because you can't let people who are bad basketball people continue to run the organization unchecked forever. Indefinitely. We'll talk to Piston fans, 248 539 Sell the team chance 25 in a row. It's 97-1. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Odyssey Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network.